Welcome back to episode 54 of Impacted, coming to you live via the Total Nonstop Impact Network on YouTube. I am your host, Bison. Today, I'm joined by Mr. Daily Giggle himself, the Joker. And of course, the man we simply call Steve. Hello, fellas. How are we doing? Yeah, good. Thank you. Good. It's glad to hear. It's glad to see everybody. Uh, obviously, we've had a we had a hell of a weekend. Uh, we, we, we're bound for glory. We know that obviously the tapings have taken place. So lots of interesting stuff to be talking about. You may notice we've not got a special guest this week, though. That's because we wanted to really focus and get stuck into bang for glory because it was a hell of a show hell of a show uh, but we've got so much stuff to talk about i also know that mr joker himself has got a few issues that he wants to express so uh, i'm looking forward to hearing all of that later on today um but i'll tell you what it's worth getting into a couple of uh impacted news and rumors to, to begin with uh, now one thing that came out of the tapings yesterday obviously this is completely spoiler free nothing to do with spoilers whatsoever but there was a racial slur used at the impact teams towards moose during some in-ring promo this is not acceptable no this day and age this is not acceptable and i really hope that they find out who that was and they kick them out and ban them from any impact wrestling shows for the rest of their life yes. done get rid of them thoughts guys thoughts i wish wish if they do find them i hope, hope they um, bring him into the ring get, get him to see if see if he face say it face to face staring up at moose <laughs> can you he, imagine see if he say it, say it after taking a bloody sphere yeah yeah <laughs> have one of those sunshine <laughs> have some of that what about you steve <laughs> Yeah, we've all I mean, we've all in, we've all encountered it, haven't we, in our lives? Yes. Yeah, and and there's like you know what what Moose is sort of doing. It's going to get heat, and th this is not the way to go about kind of going, you know, showing your frustration. You know, exactly. So yeah, it's just not acceptable. You just don't no, you just don't not. use that kind of language. It's just not no, acceptable. You, no. you know, no. and there's so many other things. I mean, come on, they could have called him whatever they liked. Yeah. But they went. They went. They went for the racial slur. It's just not. It's just. It's, no. it's, 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 and it's sad. That it, it's sad that we live in a day and age where that is pe for people's first go to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just shocking. Shocking behaviour. Anyway, not acceptable. Ban the man for life, or whoever it was. Just ban them for life. Then you know that that kind of individual is not required an impact as an impact fan no. uh, as far as i'm concerned there you go uh can i just say a quick hello to uh courtney we've got courtney uh, nice to see you um paul's in the house so lovely to see paul nelson in the house as well uh anna or shall i say violet lovely to see you sweetheart lovely and of course um we've also got sw um 
I forgot what that one is. SW Swack. Is it Swack fan or something? Swack I don't fan. know. Nice to see you in the house again as well, buddy. Nice one. Uh, so it's great to see everybody in the house today. Um, joining us for today's show. Like I said, we've, we've got one hell of a banger of a pay-per-view to discuss. And of yeah. course, if you've all seen the, um, the matches that we've got lined up for us tomorrow. Um, wow. We've, we've got, there's some serious stuff going, coming forward and, and to look forward to, that's for sure. Now, the other thing was, it, you literally, hours before Bang for Glory um, was the announcement that Tennille, uh would be replaced by Madison Rain in the DMC Championship match. Now, there was no reason given. Um you know, I I don't particularly want to speculate on that, but I mean, there could be hundreds of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I mean, obviously, this day and age with the with the whole COVID situation, um, you know, was there a possibility that you know before she flew tested and you know they said no, not not today, lovely. You know, I don't know. So there's lots and lots of reasons why Tennille couldn't have been there. In all fairness, it made BFG better for me, but. Either way, um, you know, she wasn't there. What are your thoughts on this, guys? Any him? It was a bit, a bit of a downer for me. I was hoping that um, instead of putting Madison Rain in, they put Alicia Edwards in the match. That was only, that's the only negative thing I have to say about the whole thing. You know, it was a bit um, unfair to put the person at Chelsea Green in rather than mm. put Alicia Edwards back in. in, in, in. That's, the, that's the only thing I could say, to be fairness, but it took nothing away from the match. And if anything, I said, I said to... Um, Stephen, I found that the medicine ring wasn't in there, and um, that medicine ring was put in it. It actually probably add a bit more, bit more to the match in general. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, interestingly, I guess the reason they couldn't put Alicia in was because she was booked for the Gauntlet match. I guess. Yeah, it makes maybe sense that's there. why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a quick hello to Terence. Sorry, Terence, I missed you out, my friend, and you were probably the first, the first person in. I think. Yeah. So um, great to see you with us, and thanks for joining us today. Really, really appreciate it. Um, okay, so, and then also, obviously, you could say that probably the sort of kind of like the biggest news is that we didn't get Adam Sher, we didn't get Buddy Matthews, neither, like you say, appeared at BFG as speculated. There was also, uh, I believe, some rumours that we might have seen Bronson Reed as well. I can't remember what name he's going by. but um, So there were certainly um, some rumours that we could have seen some some fairly big names, um, but we didn't. Um, so I have to say that uh, it didn't ruin anything for me because um, I, I'm always of the opinion if these guys turn up and they want to they want to work for Impact Wrestling, then great. Uh, yeah, okay, Sammy. Yeah, nice. It ain't no secret. I need a job. Exactly, Sammy needs a job by the sound of it. Um, he's got his squeaky snake. He's he's all right. He's got his snake. He's good. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, so for me for me all it really did was was kind of make make it more special because it wasn't you know the, the impact roster the current impact roster you could say wasn't overshadowed by having people you know some some big names suddenly pop up and then that's all everybody talks about kind of thing mm. um so that's what it did for me, and I really enjoyed it. I thought the roster did a great job. So, um, you know, that's my thoughts on that. What about you guys? What do you think? Yeah, I'm kind of in the middle. Like, I love, I, I do like the fact that the Impact roster got the focus here. However, it's one of those things where Impact, I do feel, 
had a lot of people outside the company that did buy for the surprise <coughs> and kind of they didn't get the surprise so yes they got to see a lot of the impact roster but if you have a lot of fans that didn't get any of the surprise then you think did they deliver what a lot of people were expecting to see um, yeah, yeah. So I think they kind of should have had at least one so that the fans who weren't Impact fans still got a little something of what they were maybe expecting. But you see, I think that Violet's made it... Violet's made it clear. At the end of the day, it wasn't Impact that announced any of these things. It was... You know, I know that Scott, like, made a... Made a, a, a yeah. You know... A, a, you know a brawn for glory thing like you know a month or so ago but other than that they've not officially announced oh you know buddy matthews or adam schler or they, they'd not they hadn't officially announced that these people were going to be at bound for glory they it's just but... it was the it was the dirt sheets they were getting carried away yeah and you've you've had those kind of hints but you feel i i wouldn't be dropping hints like that unless you were very very sort of so, you know, near enough certain something is going to happen because it puts a lot of emphasis on you know that happening. Okay, I, mean, I would I would have bought it anyway, and I was fully satisfied with it. But you do get a lot of like maybe AEW New Japan stars, maybe in WWE stars thinking, oh, this wrestler could show up, and yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't happen, and they think, well, I, I've wasted my money because that's the only reason I bought it. Well, maybe, but then, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if you're a wrestling fan and you should have enjoyed the wrestling that was on display oh, yeah. because yeah. it was a like, damn good show. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And, and like I say, if I was an AEW fan and uh, or if, if I was an Impact fan and I thought, oh, I don't know, say AJ Styles, he won't, obviously, because he's contracted to WWE, he was going to show up at um, AEW and he didn't. And I watched the rest of the show. I thought, well, I still got my money's worth because it was a decent show. But not every wrestling fan is like that. No, that's true. That's true. But all I've got to say is, at the end of the day, it wasn't Impact Wrestling who was who effectively, you know, they they made an announcement. They told us that we were going to get the influence, and we did. Mm-hmm. So whatever they told us, they did. Um, and that you know, and that's a fact. So. You know that they they didn't. It was it was the dirt sheets that kind of like got everybody going. They were oh we're going to see this person, we're going to see that person, etc. Um, so you know kudos to Impact because you know if the if there is an intention to bring any of these guys in, um, you know they're going to do it on their own terms. It's not necessarily going to be when the dirt sheet says it's going to be. Um, mm. You know, who knows? I mean, it's 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 not like they're not going to come. We don't know that they're not going to come in. We no. just know that they didn't come in at Bound for Glory. That's all we yeah. know. Um, so yeah. you know, it's a uh, it's mm. that I think that's sort of kind of where we're at with it. And I think you know, if, yeah. if anybody comes in, then great. And if they don't, I, I I'm not bothered because I know we've got a great roster and I enjoy it anyway. Yeah. Um. So. I think, and and the fourth thing was, and we're going to talk about that because I literally just announced it just before we came on uh, came on air today. Was it Rocky Romero challenged Trey Miguel for the X Division title, um, and then they've announced it to be uh, to air tomorrow night on Impact? But we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Oh, baby! I love that. I love that one. 
I absolutely love that one. Um, hello, Rob's voice. Nice to see you, my friend. Um, yeah, so so there's not, other than that, there's not really much sort of kind of like news and rumors things to talk about, to be fair. Mm. Um, so let's just, just get cracking into Countdown to Glory, the, the pre-show. Now, on this, we had the awesome Kong was inducted into the Impact Hall of Fame by Gail Kim. I thought that both of them made some, made great speeches um you know gail introducing uh her friend and and uh, you know in as uh, the next obviously inductee to the hall of fame um that some of the stories were, were lovely um and then awesome con come out and uh she was just great wasn't she um i think the, the crowd responded really really well too what did you think on the awesome com inductions uh joe I thought it was it was lovely. Uh, it, it was um, um, she was taken aback at uh, that Gail Kim had basically covered everything she wanted to say, so she was really thrown off, thrown off of her feet from for the, the entire speech. But it was really really nice, and the, the way it played out at the end, when she's coming up to give everyone a hug, everyone's reaction to it was brilliant. Especially Rosemary, she's ducking out the way rather than wanting to get. Her. Yeah, it was it was really really nice. It was well, well deserved. Yeah, it was good. What about you, Steve? What did you think? Yeah, I mean, my initial thought watching this was I would put it up there with the hall, with the Abyss Hall of Fame induction. I thought that this was fantastic. Um, it really was. Uh, so many, so many emotions going through um, everyone. Really, um, I thought yeah, the speech everyone was really good. Um, and that that final moment of all the knockouts coming out really took it up a notch um it, yeah. it from the past and the current really yeah everything here i thought was absolutely fantastic good good i liked it as well i thought it was really lovely and uh for me it's probably one of the best um sort of kind of like inductions that they've done really i mean obviously mm -hmm. last year we had, last year we had the rock um you know inducting uh, inducting the uh, the legend uh, Ken Shamrock, um, but I, I this I, I really like this one because I think it was really emotionally driven in terms of kind of like the impact that she had on um, TNA and Impact, the Knockouts division as a whole was huge. Mm. Her contribution was massive, and the fact that Gail Kim again kind of puts down to her almost, you know being a hall of famer as well uh down to sort of kind of like that that feud it all sort of kind of got ignited by that feud that she had with keir stevens obviously awesome kong um i think you know it was was lovely to see as well so you're right i think it was i think it was a lovely moment it was really good yeah. um so once that was all done uh we then got the uh dmc multi-person match to determine the first ever dmc champion um and that was was john schuyler crazy steve falaba versus madison rain chelsea green um versus jordan grace um now i thought this match was was actually really well put together um i, I like the way that they sort of kind of um it, it had like a um almost like a comedic element to it um and and you know those moments were really good, uh, but there was also those sort of kind of like I mean the the bit where um, Jordan Grace is kind of like matching up with Falaba and she puts him down with a shoulder barge was was absolutely fantastic, um, and because that looked 
I mean, he sold that so well um, as well. It, I thought that was a really, really cool moment. Um, I mean, obviously, we know that uh, Jordan Grace eventually uh, pin, pins John Skyler to become the very first DMC champion. Um, and, you know, fair play. I, for me, very, very good choice um, to, to be that first champion. What were your thoughts on this match? And, and, and of course, Jordan Grace taking the taking the championship steve yeah as you say fantastic match um everyone got a moment to shine in this match um there was times where i think we all felt jordan would be maybe the favorite to win but there was times in the match where you know you felt maybe it would go a different direction which is good booking on impact's part um and for me, I find it interesting that Skylar took the pin because I would love to see a one-on-one -on -one match between them two. Well, maybe that could lead to it because he was the one that got pinned. You never know. What about you, Joe? What did you think on this? Yeah, it was very unpredictable. We Jordan Grace or Crazy Steve were pretty much our favourites to be the one to take him a title. And when Tenniel Dash was removed, I thought Madison Rain might be the one to upset the apple cart and possibly win the belt as offense from everybody was brilliant Falabar getting everyone stuck into the corner and squashing them all was hilarious and Madison Reigns upside down and stuck, got, took the worst of it all yeah. um, uh, it was it was a solid match a nice way to kick off everything and mm. uh, I'm happy Jordan, Jordan Grace won because I wasn't wrong on who, who mm. was going to pick up I held 50-50 on Crazy Steve and Jordan Grace so I was half right on who'd win <laughs> oh well now i heard a rumor earlier on today that they're putting the uh the dmc uh you know the gold that the 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 metal they're putting it onto a white strap for jordan apparently but we'll have to wait and see on that one and um, like, as well that i didn't even think of prior to this that she is now a triple crown um winner which yeah of course yes yeah my head before she mentioned it but yeah 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 exactly amazing the very first knockout to be a triple crown winner you know that's yeah. that's pretty awesome you know yeah. um and as gary's mentioned there it's really good it was really nice to see that rachel ellering bit was so excited as well for her partner to win i thought that was really yeah. good um yeah. okay so let's let's get into bfg itself uh we we get the we get the great uh, build package to lead into BFG as we always do, giving us a bit of insight into the storylines that we're getting to see come to fruition. We then see Harley Cameron uh, come out onto the onto the entrance ramp, and then and then basically uh, sing sing the inspirations, uh, you know, entrance music live. Um, I thought that was a pretty cool moment. Um, I really liked that. That was really good. And what a lovely voice, too. It's a really, really good voice. Um, yes, that is a, quite the intro. Exactly, Charles. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was definitely quite the intro. It was really good. Um, now, the... Obviously, that then obviously led into the Knockouts Tag Team Championship match, Decay versus uh, the newly signed Inspiration. Um, you know, actually, this was actually a really good match um, with, with lots of back and forth. But eventually, um, hit some the, the Inspiration hit some double-team offense, um, and they pin Rosemary to become the, the hashtag and new Knockouts Tag Team Champions, obviously the inspiration, Cassie and Jesse. Now, I know 
Joe has got some beefalo on this. So I'm going to go with Joe first to get his opinion on this match. What beefalo have you got, Joe? What beefalo have you got, friend? Um, I was I was really disappointed that um, JK didn't seem as strong as they had been um, throughout the entire... They, they, they got some good offense, and yes, but they, didn't, they weren't as strong as they, they have been against everybody else. They seemed to like blatantly be being take to take a step back throughout, throughout this entire match. So you sort of second guess that they were going to lose this this match if you hadn't already predicted they were. And I thought Impact drop, dropping the titles onto um onto the to the inspiration so quickly was wasn't the right way to go either. But the match itself was entertaining. I'm taking nothing away from the match match in general and how it all, and I was just, just disappointed with the results. All my all my beef about for glory isn't on the matches themselves. It's the results of the matches. I'll, put, I'll point that out now, and it's got nothing to do with people not turning up or people who were expected to turn up, not to turn up. I'm completely satisfied that they didn't turn up because it put more like you guys said earlier, it put more emphasis on the roster itself and who Impact are actually working with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Anna, 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 Anna says she had beefalo with this result too. So yeah. uh, sorry, Violet, Violet. I keep calling you Anna. Sorry, Violet. It's hard because for some reason when you watch our show, you come up as Anna Reed. But on, when you, when you're on the when you're on the review, you come up as Violet. But I don't get it. But anyway, um, so yeah. So what about you, Steve? What were your thoughts on this one? Um, I'm kind of a bit on in the middle, really. Like I'll, I'll be honest, I I loved this match. Um, I this is my first proper time seeing um, the inspiration. I've seen bits and pieces of them. <laughs> Um, and I was laughing my laughing my backside off throughout this entire match. I thought this was a match driven more through character work than in ring work. I felt, um, and we always talked about when Fire and Flavor were together, their characters jumped off the screen, and I got a real Fire and Flavor vibe from the inspiration. You know, I felt I felt that they they were more a character driven team than an in ring team. Some of their in yeah. ring work was really good, um, and I felt that obviously Decay thrive as characters too. So I thought the character work in this was fantastic, and I thought it, yeah, I thought that is what really moved to the match. Um, yeah, like my only gripe is that given how heelish and kind of sort of dastardly they came across the inspiration they could have cheated to win you know that decay didn't have to lose clean that would have that okay. would, yeah that would have given that would have given their characters that level okay this is the type of character we are and it would have given decay an out for losing yeah i guess so yeah i see what you're saying um you know, uh, it's it's funny because um, I was saying to somebody earlier that I almost feel that um, when Fire and Flavor ended up winning winning the tag titles, it was uh, you know because I'm pretty sure that they that the inspiration was available around the time that they were they were putting the tag team division together, um, and I honestly feel that when they were doing it, they always had the inspiration these two girls in mind um, yeah. to to yeah. basically head up. Um, the 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 knockouts tag division, yeah. um, so it, it's interesting. Um, you know, I I don't know. I, I I'm not 100 percent sure, but you know, I I just don't know. You know, who knows? But um, a lot of people were saying like like Bill was saying that he thinks that Tennille's absence might have been the reason the inspiration won, um, because originally I'm pretty sure that there was going to be the possibility that. 
that the influence was going to interfere in that match and cause the influence and cause them to lose. So we would then set up a feud with the influence. Now, of course, if if Tennille's not around for Bound for Glory or the tapings, then obviously they couldn't do the feud with the feud yeah. with the influence, which then meant that they had to decide what they were going to do moving forward, and they decided that the influence was going to win, um, and then go from there. So that, that's kind of what I think. I think that makes sense. I think that makes the most sense to me. Mm. Um, that that's why this this ended up the way it did. But all I've got to say is that I think the inspiration are fantastic, um, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they could do moving forward. Um, don't forget, you know, and I'm a big Decay fan. I'm a massive Rosemary fan. One of my favourite knockouts of all time. Um, you know, so seeing her lose was disappointing, and seeing her get the pin was disappointing. Um, yeah. But <clears throat> we just have to go with it, and, and you know, they, they, I'm pretty sure Impact have a plan. So we just have to wait for that plan to un unravel itself. Um, but after the match. We then get a backstage interview with Diana where she claims um, she will basically break both of Mickey James's arms uh, in the Venus de Milo. Um, so that's interesting. And then we get, obviously, the X Division three ways to determine the new X Division champion between Trey Miguel versus Steve Macklin versus El Fantasmo. Now, my God, what a match this was. Um, all three men delivered an incredible match from the high-flying of both El Fantasmo, Trey Miguel, to, to um, his own hard-hitting display of mayhem from Steve Macklin. Um, there was a couple of spots where I thought literally Macklin had taken Trey and ripped him in half. Um, but uh, certainly with the spot where he literally um, suicide types him through the ropes whilst Trey's upside down, uh, was that was just absolutely insane um but i think this match was was definitely a, con a contender for a match of the night um and the winner you know and you x division champion trey miguel what are your thoughts on this one joe as it looks like we've lost steve <laughs> um uh the x division title um this st stole the whole show the whole night this was a faultless this match steve macklin and trey miguel and el Fantasmo absolutely outshone everybody else on the roster tonight than that night it was just incredible from start to finish and I'm gobsmacked from uh start to finish and i'm just so so pleased that trey miguel won and i can't believe all the criticism that's come out from him winning winning that match it's ridiculous he was fucking brilliant and he has been since he's coming to impact wrestling and anyone that can denying that is either blind or just incredibly fucking stupid yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I put a tweet out today saying that I just can't believe some of the negativity I've seen. Um, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, most of the negativity that comes out generally for people that don't watch the products on a regular basis um, are not, you know, are not necessarily true fans like us um, who watch it all the time. Um, it's interesting as well that MSK uh, lost their titles. Um, oh yeah. Like literally, like two days later. Um, but uh, a lot of people say that that's a punishment for uh, for them, you know, publicly, basically, you know, uh, and yes, so supporting, making... supporting Trey. They were supporting Trey. Yeah, they even got a pitch, pitch together, and um, they've been punished for it. Basically, it's fucking pathetic. 
Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, so I really hope that we, you know it wasn't anything to do with that because those yeah. those boys are, have been friends all their lives, and yeah. all they're doing is supporting each other. Um, and again, that sort of kind of like just cements kind of you know the whole of of the up north mentality. Um, you know them and us type attitude. Um, yeah, it's it's just ridiculous. They're almost ignoring the impact to you know exist almost. You know, um, but there you go. You know that's that's the way it is. They're petty. They're ridiculous. You know those boys have been friends all their lives. They are the rascals, regardless of of of. Um, yeah, that that's it, mate. They're the rascals, <laughs> and I don't care, right? What anybody says. Uh, but anyway, so. But I think it was a fantastic victory for Trey and very, very well deserved. Um, and and I hope that he gets a decent run. I really do. Um, now, while Steve's gone, we'll just sort of kind of keep cracking on. I don't know where he's disappeared to, but uh, I'm sure hopefully he'll be back any minute. So backstage, you then get Mickey James uh, telling Guillaume Miller uh, that tonight's match will be the toughest challenge to date. Um, she didn't really elaborate too much on it. She just a case of like, you know, if I if I get, you know, if you want to see hardcore country, here I am, uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, so that then moved on to the grudge match of the night, which we had uh, Violent by Design versus Heath and a, well, a question mark partner, hoping it's going to be Rhino, obviously. Um, but uh, it could have been anyone joining Heath for all we knew. Um, but we were hoping it was going to be Rhino. Now, the match bell sounds and we get basically a two-on-one assault. But Heath gives, you know, as good as he gets to but to begin with. But eventually the numbers game is just too much for Heath. Um, out of nowhere, Rhino's music hits and we get run into the ring uh, to join his best friend Heath, eventually defeat VBD. Eric... Not happy, as you can imagine, but Heath and Rhino are finally <laughs> reunited. Um, you know, we get a nice embrace and, you know, Uncle Rhino's back. Yeah, Uncle baby. Uncle Rhino's coming home. Yeah, it's baby. Valley. I think it was great. Um, I actually, you know, for me, this is this is kind of like the cheesiest match of the night for me because, you know, of, of what it was about. But I actually really enjoyed it. I thought there's some good storytelling going on. It was great to see Rhino finally reunite with Heath um, and, and finally get that victory, you know. Um, and who knows? They're, they're obviously going to be a tag team moving forward. Um you know, we've seen a promo since where, you know, they talk about their friendship and Rhino's like, you know, it's going to be gore, gore, yeah, I've seen that gore. So, badass. yeah, so I'm interested to see where this one goes. What what were your thoughts on the match and, and where do you think this is going to lead, Joe? Part of me was hoping that um, if, if there was going to be a guest appearance, it would have been um, in this match and then Rhino would come out later on in the match to, like, replace them. But um, this match, it, it went as, as expected. You know, we were going to see Heath and Rhino come back together one year on from when Rhino actually won Heath the contract at Impact Wrestling to begin with. So it was, it was a nice <coughs> moment for the whole night and for the whole year on top of the match, on top of the induction of Awesome Con going into the Hall of Fame. Uh, it was a, it was a good match. It was um, we got to see a lot from Heath in the entire match. Obviously, being two on one, you got to see he's he's how in shape he is and how, how much he's. But, um, bulked up since he got, made his first appearance at Impact Wrestling, so you can tell, tell he's put the work in, and he's really definitely is fighting fit to go out and kick some ass this time around. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, do I see him as um, future tag team champions? Yeah, I do. I do. I, I but it, it depends um, if the Good Brothers are still tag team champions or 
who has it then to answer someone's question in the I can't pronounce his name in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's interesting how it goes. I mean, you know, I I think that they could end up as tag team champions. Um, you know, I think it, it it's not going to happen until maybe the middle of next year, but I think it could certainly happen. Yeah. Uh, be interesting to see that one. And you're right. You're right, Mir. You know, Heath used to have a have, have a last name, but a billionaire keeps it in the safe. So <laughs> unfortunately he's just got to go by Heath now. Pitch to Scott tomorrow on that as well. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> really, really funny. Um, then uh, we get Jordan Grace backstage talking about being the first DMC and triple crown knockout in impact history. Rachel was clearly happy to be a friend. Also declaring she is going to win the call your shot gauntlet just as Moose and Morrissey appear um, and state that will be impossible with both of them in the match. Um, well, I mean, you know, what can you say? Um, you know, I, I guess, you know, you're right. It probably would be quite difficult uh, with those guys in the match, as you know, especially when you're the size of the of 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 some of the some of the ladies in the match. So, but we then get, as you say, we then get the call your, call your shot Gauntlet match. We knew that Chris Saban was coming in at number one. We did not expect our first surprise of Rocky Romero to be number two. Um it, you know, as he came out to chance of Rocky, 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 this but, really but, got. Yeah, part of me was, think, was thinking, is Vincent Man going to start um, uh, blocking out the, the audio for this now? Is yes, try, yes. Try, try and get an injunction to stop the fans from chanting Rocky. Yeah, Rocky you never. <laughs> I think the crowd really got going. They really got into it. I think they were really pleased to see him, um, which was really good. Um, but we then get Madman Fulton entering at number three. Uh, Rohit, Rohit Raju enters at four. Tasha Steele's then at five. Uh, Rohit eliminates uh, Rocky Romero. Uh, Rachel Ellering then enters at six, and Fulton gets eliminated. Uh, Savannah Evans enters at seven. Johnny Swinger enters at eight. Ellering and Evans, yeah, Ellering and Evans are eliminated. Um, in another surprise, legend turns up, and that was Melina at number nine, which is really nice to see her. Um, obviously, it had been rumored earlier in the in the day that she was in Vegas, so that was uh, that was good. Then we got the infamous WCW, the Demon enters at number ten. So the delight of Swinger is desperate for Gene Simmons' autograph to then get eliminated once he'd signed by the demon himself. Brian Myers enters at 11. Matt Cardona enters at 12. Laredo Kid enters at 13. Um, Melina ducks Tasha, sending her to the outside for elimination. Myers then immediately eliminates Melina. Real shame. Sam Beal then enters at number 14 and starts this into... Um, you know, Myers for some reason, as he's not part of the learning tree anymore, which is a bit weird. Uh, then we get Rich Swan entering at 15. Um, and Myers turns his back on Beal um, and pays for it as Beal eliminates Brilliant. him. Great so moment. Fun. That was a really, really good moment. I think we talked about that on the preview, didn't we? Where we were saying, like, how cool would it be if Sam was the one to eliminate Myers? And he did. Um, and of course, also, as we find out later, that's potentially setting up a feud for Sam and Myers moving forward, the learning tree moving forward. So that's pretty good. Um, we then get Rich Swan enters at number 15. Um, 
which is interesting. Myers turns his back. Oh, we've got that one. Sorry. Ace Austin then enters at 16 and eliminates the demon. Moose enters at 17. Moose eliminates Bill by powerbombing him over the top rope to the floor. Eddie Edwards, then we get Eddie Edwards entering at 18. Uh, then we get Moose powerbombing Eddie on the apron. And then Alicia Edwards enters, you know, the little pit bull herself. Alicia enters at number 19. We then get, which I think was a, which is a, a quite a nice feel good moment. Eddie and Alicia delivering double team assault to Moose with a pair of kendo sticks. So we had Kenny and Kendra giving it big style to Moose, which I thought was really good. Did you like that? Oh yeah, we got we got to see uh, what happens when you piss up a married couple. <laughs> that's yeah, that's for sure. I thought this was a really really good moment in the match. I really enjoyed that. We then get W Morrissey is the final entrant at number twenty. Uh, Morrissey quickly eliminates Alicia. Uh, Morrissey then eliminates Eddie with a big boot. Um, we never saw that bad boy coming. It looks like Steve's having a few issues there. Come back soon, buddy. Um, we get. Uh, Marcy appears to be working together, obviously, and then they eliminate Rohit. We get Saban eliminates Ace. Um, Fulton illegally re-enters the match and assaults Saban from behind, um, which I thought was, you know, that was a, that was a strange one as well. Um, but obviously, it adds to the, you know, the the whole storytelling of the match, which was good. Um, so we get Moose and Marcy then dump an unconscious Saban over the top to, so obviously for him to be eliminated, and then we're then we're down to the final four of Moose, Morrissey, Rich Swan, and Cardona. Um, Moose turns on his ally, totally expected, eliminated both Morrissey and Swan simultaneously, which was interesting. Um, then we get Moose and Cardona, and the final two in the match. At this point, I actually thought, is Cardona going to win this? Um, because, there, you know, he had been spouting off, you know, that he was going for the world title and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, are they going to, are they, is Cardona going to actually win this um, right at the last minute? But anyway, so we then get, obviously, um, the match ended by pin four submission. Cardona crashes and burns with radio silence. Moose capitalizes with a spear to win the Koya Shot Trophy. That was pretty much it. You know, Moose then wins the Koya Shot Trophy. Um, and that was that. Um, I thought this was a fun Koya Shot Gauntlet. I really enjoyed it. There was a lot to it. It went on for a good, good set, you know, good length of time. It was interesting seeing, uh, it was great to see uh, Rocky Romero turn up in this. There was a nice surprise there. Um, obviously, Melina turned up as well, which was really cool. Um, and then we had the demon from WCW days. I mean, I don't think anyone's seen this guy for at least 10, 11 years. Um, but nobody expected it. So that was a surprise, right? Yeah, no that, what, that, that, that was, was a surprise. I, I never even heard him before. I heard the name before, but I never, I no idea which company he worked for. So I, I, I thought it was ECW, not WCW. But so when, when you come out and just see Johnny Swinger's reaction, you knew there was, was a history. Funny. There was a history between the two of them, obviously. They've worked for the same company at some point, and it, and it was just great. Johnny Swinger thinking this is, this is Gene Simmons, and <laughs> the way it, it, I thought it was good. I thought that, I thought it was really well done. That striker's reaction to it all was hilarious as well. He's pissing, he's pissing himself laughing at John. Yeah, Swinger, yeah. Johnny Swinger, and the, the match itself was really good. Like you said, it was wasn't too long. It was. Um, uh, 
really, really to and fro, especially towards the end. I'm, I was so gutted for Ace Austin getting eliminated. I really was hoping he'd go to right through to the last two, two or three rather than being eliminated as quickly early as he was. Exactly. I, I think the main thing about this was it was entertaining. Yeah. Like, it was I, I was... It was unpredictable and I was entertained the whole way through. Um, you know, I couldn't wait to see who was going to come out next. And, you know, it was it was it was really good. I loved the the double teaming when Alicia and Eddie were together with, with Kendra and Kenny. I thought that was really cool. It was just some really good moments. Um, you know, really enjoyed it. Um, looks like Steve's having some serious problems. It's a real shame because he's producing the show today. So I really hope he gets back in. Otherwise, we're not gonna have anybody to stop us. We'll just have to keep going all night. <laughs> anyway. Um, then we move on. We've got the Impact World Tag Team Championship. So we've got the Good Brothers, Doc Guys Kaiser versus Finn Juice, um, versus the Bullet Club, Chris Bay and Hikaleo. Um, now this match defo definitely over delivered. Uh, we got some incredible back and forth from all three teams. The Bullet Club looked great as a team, and Finjuice looked every bit former champions for me. Uh, but in the end, the Good Brothers took advantage of a great top right splash from Juice onto Bay uh, to snatch a victory, pinning Bay 1-2-3 to retain the Impact Tag Team titles. Um, I don't think anyone was expecting this. I think everyone was expecting possibly the Bullet Club to win this. Um, so, interestingly enough, the fact that the Good Brothers retained, um, again, was a surprise. Uh, to most people, um, in my opinion, what what were your thoughts on this match, Joe? This is the the Good Brothers. I don't think they delivered they delivered enough again in in this match. This is another match they've had that I've been really underwhelmed with with their performance in, which made the whole match pretty dissatisfying. I was I really was hoping that we get Finjuice or the Bullet Club to win because they busted their asses in this match. Although the the way the Good Brothers got the victory was really 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 well put together and really cleverly thought out we didn't get a predictable magic curl and that's the end of the match we got we actually got to see that yes Carlson is a very very uh technical wrestler and a very very cerebral wrestler you know the way he tagged himself in and got the pinfall that way was brilliant he's but, smart he's a smart wrestler and i think i think you're right the way that they sort of kind of like set it up was 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 top notch yeah i was i was, I was um ho hoping for a bit more from the Good Brothers. We did get we got a good standoff between um, Hikaleo and and Doc Gallows early in the match, but it was mostly Finjuice versus the Bullet Club. So I'm hoping we see the Good Brothers take both teams on one on one now, and we see just how good the Good Brothers really are, and then we see yeah. what where where it goes from there. Um, I'm I'm just gonna bring something up there. We we've got a couple of people making some comments with regards to the Good Brothers. Um, you know, I agree, Mir. I think Good Bros versus God on Impact Wrestling would, would be a great match to watch, and I'm sure that's going to happen fairly soon. Um, Luke's mentioning that uh, Good Brothers are, are boring as hell. Um, I'm not sure I agree with that. I, I I think that they're very entertaining in terms of their characterization. Um, they can sometimes be a bit boring in the ring, but um, yeah, I get that. Uh, but they're very technically they're very good. Um, Hello, Hakim. Real nice to see you. Thanks for joining us, brother. Um, and it's good to see Gary as well in there uh, in the house. So I did notice you popping earlier, mate. And I, I, sorry, I didn't mention it. We were sort of kind of in the throes of talking about something, and then it, then the moment had passed. But so so nice to see you, everybody turning out for us today. Really nice. Um, so 
yeah, interesting. It's interesting that they they sort of do retain. Um, like I said, we we all thought that the Good Brothers, I think, was gonna. Uh, sorry, that the the Bullet Club was gonna win this. You know, especially with with the run that Bay's having at the moment, he was he was yeah. great. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot going on. Um, Chris, yeah, we'll get to that in a bit, fella. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, so we then get uh, uh, Minoru Suzuki is coming soon to Impact Wrestling Vignette, which is great. Um, and of course, you know, letting us know that he was going to be at the tape-ins over the, the following couple of days, which is good. We then get Gear Miller backstage with Christian Cage. He states he is not ready to pass the torch just yet. Um, so that was that was a cool one to see. Um, we definitely need our producer back, Gary, that's for sure. Uh, God knows where he is. Uh, fingers crossed he'll be, he'll be back soon. Otherwise, this is going to keep going and going. And, go, and, and people, they will laugh, they will laugh, and they will laugh, and we'll still be here with people laughing. Uh, so I hope he turns up again in a minute. But anyway, we then have the Knockouts Championship match. Um, that's Deanna Perazzo versus Hardcore Country, Mickey James, uh, which is cool. Now, you know, all I've written here on my notes is, Wow, this match had it all inside, outside the ring. Both ladies uh, getting in some great offense right from the start. It was just proper to and fro stuff. It was a really good match. Deanna getting desperate to finish Mickey trying to introduce a chair, but the but the referees having none of that. Um, you know, eventually Mickey hits the DDT to get the win over Deanna. Um, you know, a, a one, a, for me, a win that probably no one saw coming. Uh, I don't think anybody expected Mickey James to win this match. We thought it was going to be another one on the legacy of Deanna Peraza moving forward, legend killer and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, hardcore country is the champ. What were your thoughts on this match? Yeah, this is another one that the, as awesome as the match was and as great as the match was, the result really, really pissed me off because I was. this is one of the... Um, first title matches Gianna Prasso's had that I was so entertained from start to finish by everything she's done. It wasn't repetitive. She wasn't like she's got the upper hand from the start and she's um um or she's got she's getting battered from the start and she just does one quick move to turn everything around like we've seen with her versus Rosemary, Sue Young, Ty Valkyrie and, and ODB. This this one it, they both went went off um all guns blazing and it didn't um falter either of them. So it was so anyway, I just I either didn't want the match to end or I was hoping that Gianna Prasa would win so we'd see her versus Mercedes Martinez and then um, Mickey James again, probably at like final resolution or somewhere like that. Yeah, so, yeah. But the way I see it going now, we're either going to see the Knockouts Championship jump from Mickey James to Mercedes Martinez to Tasha Steeles back to Gianna Prasa come next year. I'm, or Mickey James is going to have a dominant run as champion through to Rebellion and then We'll probably see it go to Tasha Steels, Tasha Steels then. But I think next time General Price is going to get the knockouts tight, so it will be Slammiversary or Bound for Glory because Bound for Glory has been two losses and two losses now for General Price. So next year she'll be breaking the curse from Bound for Glory. You never know. You might be right. Let's hope so. Um, I mean, you know, obviously, you know the. the 
Mickey winning the minute Mickey James winning is interesting. We know that Mickey's actually on the roster page, yeah. so she's cl- she's clearly signed for a period of time, which is great to see as well. Um, you know, I, I think personally, you're right, Violet. I think they probably want to preserve the tires record, so felt that, um, you know, that it was time for Deanna to lose. That doesn't mean yeah. to say she's not going to win it back. Um, but yeah, we, we've got we've got some interesting stuff moving forward. Where is this going to go? Where is this going to lead? We already know that Mickey and Deanna do not like each other. That's for sure. Um, so yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought this was a really, really good match. Regardless of result, I, I'd love to have seen Deanna win. But I was also happy that Mickey won as well because I'm, I'm one of the ones that are extremely pleased to see her back. I'm really delighted. I'm excited to see Mickey James back. And it, it's, she did a a fantastic job. I'm just, just she ain't so lost in- a step. She no, ain't lost a step. I was just so hyped up for Diana Price's performance in, in the match, and and given that the, all the, the recent interview and everything we had with her, so I'm backing her all the way. Huge fanboy moment, and then it's like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm, it's like every time, every time I'm backing someone, they lose. <laughs> Stop! It's it's the Joker curse. Although you don't need this. Yeah, Jordan Grace was a 50-50 choice. He he was a 50-50 choice in the, his match against Violent by Design. And I had Ace Austin hopefully winning the, the gauntlet. And that didn't turn out as well as I'd hoped. <laughs> not doing well, mate. You're not doing well. But anyway, we then get a video package in Formulas at Hard to Kill on January the 8th. We'll be in Dallas, Texas. But no venue's been announced quite yet. Um you know, I mean, the thoughts are that they've been to the bomb factory, so you know, and obviously, so they know it fairly well. It's probably about the right size venue for what, imp- you know, for the for the place it impacts at at the moment. Um, as we, as like I say, we've used it before, so it's sort of one of those. I think, I think it's it holds about two thousand something like that. So that's a reasonable. So it's a jump. You know, it's a jump. If they're going to be looking at doing, um, you know, TV tapings there as well. You know, fair play. It's 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 a uh, it's it's a jump in numbers. It's quite a lot, quite hard to fill when you're doing uh, TV tapings as well. So, you know, it's 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 a step forward um, in the right direction, um, and possibly a chance as well. So, who knows? What I mean, what are your thoughts on it being in Texas, Joe? Oh, uh, if they get a good audience in Texas, then they get good numbers in Texas on on TV and everything. So, it's gonna it's gonna be good for them to go back to. To Texas, then we might even see something big for like Jordan Grace, you know, home, home state there. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so what's Hakeem saying there? With how Bison is able to get people for interviews, maybe T and I will uh, have Suzuki as a special guest for one of the reviews. Who knows? Who knows, Hakeem? I might send him a message. Um, I don't even know if the guy, I mean, does he speak English? I don't think I've actually ever seen him speak. So uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe. I could drop a few emails to see what happens. Um, no promises, though, Hakeem. No promises. Never promise. I always say that. Don't, you know, if, if you don't promise, then you can always over-deliver. That's the key. That's the key to it. Um, but yeah, no, I'm interested to see where it goes. I think it will be the bomb factory. Um, and I'm looking forward to where we get with that one. Um, so I've just been talking to Steve. He's trying his best. Internet is, is playing up. Um, so he's, he's doing He's doing his best. And apparently Trent's going to be joining us in a bit as well. So Trent can, can help us out. Maybe. 
<laughs> Trent to the rescue. Trent to the rescue. It'd be great to see Trent on the show. We haven't seen him for a long time, have we? No, got, hey? got a well, birthday surprise for him too. You know, got to see yeah, him birthday. That's the true. Yeah, happy birthday. I could do it in a. I could do it in sort of kind of Marilyn Monroe style. Yeah, maybe we could do that for him. That'd be really cool. Anyway, we then head into the main event, uh, which is obviously the Impact World Championship match. We've got Josh Alexander versus Christian Cage, and what we get for me is a display of fantastic wrestling from top rope to mat wrestling. This match had everything. Now, eventually, uh, to several near falls, Josh obviously locks into the ankle lap, steps onto Cage's hand to prevent him from countering. And obviously, he gets a submission. We get a Christian Cage tapping out. Now, that is pretty cool. We then obviously get the the feel good moment with Josh Alexander winning the winning the uh, well, our new uh, Impact World Champion, which was absolutely fantastic. Um, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Josh is then obviously given the belt. We then get the feel good moment as his wife Jade and son Jet enter the ring with an emotional celebration, which I thought was absolutely lovely. Um, as we all know, Jade, friend of the friend of T and I, um, and of course Jet has appeared on T and I UK, which was uh, which, which obviously is a is a very special moment for us here, definitely. Um, so, uh, but anyway, so that all goes on. We get emotional, uh, nice emotional sort of kind of celebration. Moose then appears in the ring, literally from nowhere. I've got no idea where he came from. Um, he then calls his shot. Um, and basically, you know, with his wife and son scared in the corner, uh, Joss turns around to get a spear out of his boots, basically. Um, and then Moose covers him. One, two, three. And we get Anu. Impact World Champion, Moose. And, of course, Moose stands tall as BFG goes off the air. Um, what an ending. I mean, nobody expected that. Um, he stole my plan for Ace Austin. I mean, all of the all of the time, <laughs> everyone's been calling for Moose to be World Champion. Yeah. Um, poor Josh. You know, I mean, I'm a massive Josh Alexander fan. I, I You know, I totally get that Moose... You know, being world champion is is uh, is good, um, and he totally deserves it for for all the hard work that he's put in over the last sort of kind of four or five years of, of being with Impact. Um, but you know, bottom line is this: you know, um, Moose is now the Impact champion, and I'm pretty sure Josh Alexander is not going to be too happy about it, um, and is going to be, you know getting his revenge at some point i'm sure i'm sure this is not you know i'm sure josh will be a two-time knockout impact knockout world champion at some point um what were your what were your thoughts on the match um first off joe and and basically the way it all sort of kind of ended the match was incredible um i was i was really surprised that christian tapped out i don't i'm not sure if i've ever seen him submit to anyone before but Looking back at Christian's crib, the majority of matches I can remember are tag team matches, but then my memory's not 100%. So um, his singles career is a bit of a blur to me, which is a bit of a shame because he's awesome. He proved, he proved that he's not lost a step. Um, Josh Alexander was absolutely faultless in, in the main event, as, you, as you'd as you expect. Um, I'm, it didn't have um, deliver as well as the exhibition title match did for me, but... I was still really excited to see the match. I was impressed with, with everything. 
Josh Alexander <laughs> picking up the win. The title is finally coming home to Impact Wrestling, regardless of what's happening next. So we know now that officially AEW and Impact Wrestling relationship is supposedly over, done and dusted. And then Moose comes out and had take. It's, it's like he what he's been watching everything we've been talking about the past few weeks, taking yeah. my plans for Ace, taking my plan for Ace Austin, turned it into his own. I said, you know, no, no, I think I don't think we've seen anybody win the call your shot goal net or the if, if it was like the feast of five briefcase for the world title we've never seen someone win it on, and then cash in on the same night or if we have I think the last person to do that was drew galloway so we've not seen that since for at least five six years and yeah, yeah. He, he does it and, and nobody was expecting it even i wasn't expecting it i was just i was pleased to see moose win the title but i was so angry that josh alexander had to take the fall for it so this is really it's played right into Moose's hands perfectly, and and it, um, it, and Josh, uh, even even Sammy Callahan was like, was angry at, at Moose, and Sammy yeah. Callahan's like what, like the biggest anti-hero of the whole of Impact Wrestling roster. He never really shows any like moral support for anybody, but he was really really fucking angry that Moose had done this. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. I mean, it's it's just a crazy crazy way to end the pay per view. Um, Arman, he was a slip of the tongue, mate. Get over it. Um, so it, it was it was kind of you know it's just. I think it was just a crazy way to end to to end the pay per view. Nobody was. I mean, you could say there's people are going. Oh, I knew when he won the when he got won the gauntlet, there was a possibility. Yeah, well, of course, there's a possibility when he was going to call his shot. Of course, there was. Um, but you know, whether you thought it was actually going to happen is is another matter. Um, and I have to be honest, I thought they were going to go for the feel good moment at Bound for Glory with that's you know with, with Josh winning and and. You know all the hype with with his wife being there and Jet being there and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, and I thought I got to be honest, Jade and Jet sold it beautifully. Like they looked like they were absolutely shitting themselves when they were in the corner when Moose came out. You know, um, so you know it's interesting. But Moose is a nasty bastard. Uh, let's face the facts. You know the dude. The dude is he's got a mean streak. He's wide as the Grand Canyon, um, and uh, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, you know you know they're gonna they're, there's gonna be some interesting stuff moving forward because josh ain't gonna sit he's, he's he's not gonna lay down for this he's not gonna lay down for this um i i think josh is gonna be well in the hunt to to you know we're gonna get a serious feud between josh and moose yeah. uh in in the coming weeks I so rebellion are gonna be really really pay-per-view still keep your eyes on now yes yes he's just so heel he's just such a heel. i mean the heat moose got when he when when obviously he did what he did be, at the moment he did it with all the feel good moment going on at the time um, was, was crazy, uh, but it is it's great to see Moose is is doing really well. He's he's you know he's it's really weird because he's a heel, proper heel, getting proper heat, but it's really hard not to root for him. Do you know what I mean? Like you yeah. want him to do well because he's worked so hard. He's had so many opportunities, not quite. He's just not quite done it. And then all of a sudden, he's got it. He's done yeah. it. He's now, yeah, he's yeah, now... yeah, the only title he's had under his belt is now um, obsolete. So, so, and the other title he's had under his belt was scrapped. So, um, yeah. So, so it's, it's like what Moose has had in the past has eventually been deleted. <laughs> yeah. And, and... He's been delete, delete, delete. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, fair um, juice. You, 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 you can sense uh, Moose's aggression uh, there, and so and like you said, you know, he's, he's a heel, but you want you want him to succeed. He's like Sammy yeah. Callahan. He's a heel, but you want you wanted him to win that world title when Brian Cage was champion, and you you wanted him to get it back off of Tessa Blanchard when she had it because Sammy Callahan just deserved it so much. So much. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm interested to see where Josh Sykes and Moose goes. It's going to be one of the best rivalries that Impact's put together for a while. I, I totally agree. You know what? I'm, I'm just literally having a quick look to see if they've uh, they've released anything with regards to the BTI match. Um, because as of, as of currently at the moment, um, I don't think they have. I don't think we've got a BTI match. Is anyone in the chat aware if we've got a BTI match? So, we're thinking um, that it could be Beal versus um, VSK. VSK. Um, so, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Um, hang on a second. Looks like Trent's in the background. He's more than welcome to. Uh, he's more than welcome to jump in if he wants to at some point. So it's good to see Trent's in the background. We just got to give him a heads up. Um, so yeah. So so. We think that's we think that's what the match is going to be. Um, I'm, I'm just got a great a great suggestion here. We got Jet Alexander versus Moose. <laughs> there you go, Jet Alexander oh, versus he, Moose. He wipe Moose's wipe Moose in five seconds. He would he would absolutely destroy him. I think <laughs> uh, he would literally you know he would spear him out of his boots. That's what he would do. Uh, but there you go. So yeah, I think it's going to be Sam Bill versus VSK. Uh, looks like Mir obviously is 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 that real Mir or are you agreeing with us? Uh, I, I just haven't seen it announced. So um, fingers crossed. We think that's what it's going to be, and it'd be good to see Sam win. Yeah. If if that is the match, I want to see Sam Beal win. Do you, Joe? What do you think? Oh, I do. I, I was so gutted to see Sam Beal cut from the right from the learning tree. Uh, uh, the way he sold that was was perfect, and I'm just certainly thinking Brian Myers have you no heart. So Sam Beal deserves the win. The, the, the way he eliminated Brian Myers in the the um, the gauntlet was awesome. That I was like the vindication we wanted to see. Now we want to see it carry forward. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's interesting. That we talk about Jet versus Joss. Could you imagine, like, literally, how much heat Moose would get if he was to, um, like, literally, I don't know, power bomb uh, Jet or something? It, you know, just like, could you imagine? Could you imagine that? That would that would be crazy. That would be absolutely crazy. It would be um, like running over a little bit over again. <laughs> oh, oh mate, yeah, it would. It would. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, just insane. Just absolutely insane. Um, so anyway, so um, yeah, be interesting to see where that one pans out. And I hope, I really hope that if it is the match, then I hope that uh that Sam comes out the victor in that one. I, I wanna see I wanna see Mr. Soul Glow. Has everyone seen that? Does everyone remember coming to America? Soul Glow. Uh, we all know that he's perfection, but uh, go and check out uh, go and check out Soul Glow because uh, he always reminds me of Soul Glow as well. Um, so anyway, moving on into the advertiser impact wrestling matches. Um, now this is going to be a cracker. If you're a Knockouts fan, this is going to be a cracker. I'm saying um, Tasha Steels versus 
Rachel Ellering. Um, I, I think this is going to be a great match. Um, I want to see Rachel win, but I know a lot of you guys would love to see Tasha Steeles win. What are your thoughts on, on, on the way this one's going to go, Joe? What do you think? I think Tasha... Oh, baby! I reckon it could be an oh, baby moment. Tasha Steeles is clearly being built up to be the next benchmark for the knockouts division. So I think she's going to probably get the win over Rachel Ellering. Although I, I personally would like to see Rachel Ellering get the win because she's lost the last singles match she's in as she's been in already. So it would just be nice to see that rivalry build up between Jordan Grace and Tasha Steeles and uh, Rachel Ellering and Savannah Evans just to, to build that rivalry a bit more while Deanna Prado tries to like figure out what the hell she's going to do next. So, you know, but I think Tasha Steeles is going to win. They're going to, they're, going to, they're going to push her forward as a singles competitor with Savannah Evans by her side. <laughs> Yeah, I think you might be right. I think that's probably the case, even though no matter how much I want to see the Queen of Smile style uh, get you know get a win, I, th I think you're right. I think it's going to be Tasha's going to do whatever it takes to get the win over Rachel on this one. Um, real shame. Um, sorry, can I just clarify, Gary? I know nothing's been announced as of yet. I think we're just sort of kind of speculating based on some of the information that's been flying around um, that it could possibly be um, Sam Beal versus um vsk but we just have to wait and see we just have to wait and see um we then have advertised new knockouts champion mickey james addressing the impact zone um now we all know that this ain't going to go well for anybody um but but we get that that's the thing you see no matter what happens right we are going to get hardcore country and that's all we need Right, that's that's all we need. We just need hardcore country, don't we? And as long as we've got that, then at the end of the day, um, we're all going to be happy. So, uh, but I don't think it's going to end well. I'm sure um, Matthew Raywell and uh, Deanna Praza are obviously going to get involved in this in this segment, uh, where Deanna's obviously not going to be very happy. Um, but what do you think? What do you think, Joe? Um, I'm I'm looking forward to see what Mickey James has to say, and. and... I'm obviously looking forward to Deanna Prasso trying to get some retribution or, or some revenge. But we know Scott Demore is going to probably... This is where we might see... Um, we might even see uh, Masha Samovich make her a proper appearance on Impact Wrestling outside Knockouts Knockdown. So it, it'll be interesting to see who comes out to, to back up Mickey James. Because we, we, we know Deanna Prasso and Matthew Real are going to come in and only shall say who's going to have, who's going to have Mickey James's back. Let's just hope it's not her husband. Oh, God. No, let's hope that's we, not him. Because we we don't want to be watching grass grow, do we? Or paint drying? We we want to. We don't want. We don't want, we, we don't want um, GFW back. No, we don't. We don't want none of that crap. <laughs> 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 totally, totally. Um, okay, Mir, thank you. It's, it's, so it's the the match is Zambiel versus VSK. It's it's being advertised on the on the Impact Wrestling website by the looks of it. So good. Looks like that's what it's going to be. So we'll look forward to that. Um, we then have also advertised Joe Doring, obviously a VBD, versus Heath with obviously Rhino in his corner. Um, I mean, you know, I, we said this before. A lot of people don't realize, you know, how big Heath is. Now, if you watch the, obviously, if you watch the match on the weekend, you know, but him and Joe are, are are about the same sort of size, really. Um, you know, there's not much difference in size between the pair of them. So this is a big Hoss match. Yeah. Um, I think, I think this is going to get real personal. Um, 
Uh, we're just going to end up in an all-out brawl, I think. I don't think we're going to get a winner. What do yeah. you think? Uh, Eric Young is going to get involved in this match, without, without a doubt, and it's going to break break down into something, possibly even break down to, to become a tag team match, um, but then to like just even the yards and have to have Eric Young outside the <laughs> ring. But um, it, it's, it's, it's going to be good. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to just seeing Heath back in the ring. I've, I've been provided his back since I found that he got injured. And he's been really, really kind to uh, getting back to me. So um, I'm cheering for my man Heath all the way. <laughs> oh, baby! I, I thought you might be. I thought you might be. Because to be fair, he used to have a last name. Um, but yeah. unfortunately, a billionaire keeps it locked up in a safe. So, so would uh, you like me cheering for Heath, do you, Sally? I used to have a last name. But now a billionaire keeps it in a safe. Nope. exactly exactly Heath exactly that um so yeah so I think this is going to be a real good match it's going to be nice you know it's nice seeing Heath in a singles match I think you know I think it's, it's, it's you know it's good to see him back and you know obviously to full health so that's really good uh we then have Ace Austin versus Chris Saban advertised now like this is a first time ever match I believe um I don't recall this match happening before so um no, it's not happened before no so this is going to be really interesting so this is great this is a brand spanking new match that we've not seen so I think this is going to be this is going to be a great match I mean you've got you know Chris Saban who is just fast and athletic and you know high flying against Ace Austin who is exactly the same and we have said in the past many times that you know, if you were going to compare Ace Austin to to any of of TNA past, some people have liked him to AJ Styles, but I think he's more of a Chris Saban. To yeah. me, I think he's more of a Chris Saban. What What are your thoughts on this, Joe? What are your thoughts on this? I'm really excited to see this. I'm looking forward to, to seeing Ace Austin get some payback for um, the his match at um, Bound for Glory. Uh, he's, he's he's had such a good momentum all year, even after losing the X Division title. So it's good to see Ace Austin st still keeping relevant and still keep keeping some momentum and hopefully still in the, the world title hunt next year. Um, I, I, I can see him maybe going to the, for the X Division title again, but he doesn't really need to now. Um, he's, he's already established he wants to be the youngest world champion, so we could even see him jumping between Moose and Josh Alexander and still manage to catch that before. Like, February or, or April or something like that. So he's got a little while yet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Um, and interesting, Armin. Yeah, AJ Styles capability, but Michael Shane persona. Interesting. Yeah, you're you're not far wrong. I I, I kind of see what you're saying. Definitely. Um, I think. I guess what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like in terms of the way that they're. They're, they're they're sort of kind of I don't want to say the word grooming that doesn't mean that's not right. The way that they're building Ace Austin um, is very similar to the way that they built Chris Saban as well. But no, I get what you're saying definitely. Um, one thing I know for sure is that this is going to be one hell of a one hell of a match. So you don't want to miss it. You don't yeah. want to miss it. Oh, take my <coughs> money. Take my money on this match already. I want. I want to build a time machine, travel to that there now and watch it. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Now, now, now the next match we've got advertised, we sort of kind of touched on it a little bit earlier with the news that Rocky Romero called out Trey. Um, it was then announced a little bit later that Trey Miguel versus Rocky Romero will be on tonight, uh, tomorrow night's show um, for the X Division title. Now, I'm assuming this is your main event. Um, I look like a young boy to you. 
he definitely don't look like a young boy anymore. Um, not with that belt around his, around his waist, that's for sure. Um, now, I think this is going to be a great match. I mean, we all know that Rocky is a, is a fantastic in-ring general. Um, he's a great performer. Um, so, you know, and he's got so much experience. I think sticking him in with Trey is going to be, is going to be an absolute cracker of a match. Um, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm pleased to see that we're going to get more. We're going to see more of Rocky Romero on impact. Um, so what are your thoughts on this one, Joe? I'm so hyped. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing um, Trey um, establish, m make his first big statement as X Division champion. You know, Josh Alexander reinvented the X Division type championship and division itself. Now, Trey, now I need to Trey. Yeah, I only said Trent, and I need to Trey Miguel. I got getting Trent and Trey mixed up. Now, now, uh, <laughs> now it's time. I, for I get me in here. I guess that I'll take that as a sign. Then Joe, I'll take. I'll be jumping. There he is. There he is. <laughs> <coughs> the legend. Now, now, now it's time to see Trey Miguel re reinvent the X division. Try, see if he can outdo what Josh Alexander did. <laughs> Which is quite a hard hard task uh, for anybody, but Trey Miguel is going to really, really do an awesome job as exhibition champion. Did you I guys agree. see? Did you guys see the photo? Uh, Trey posted a photo on Facetime with his belt, and then yeah. the Rascals. I'm not going to call yeah. them MSK. The Rascals. Yeah. Uh, with their tag belts, and it, it was pretty. I mean, to me, that's a cool little moment because they are they are best friends, and that's like a moment they all achieved their goal right and i think yeah. Trey, to me a trade was a big one because he was so lost for so long and then coming back i think he was lost even prior to this this little run here because he came back and they kind of had him in a bunch of things and they would start stopping him a lot this was a nice little this like they got him back on track with this with the exhibition thing here and i think if they let him go for a while with this run i think yeah. you're in for a good uh a good stretch Definitely. I agree. I yeah. agree. I, I think they need to give him need to give him some time. Um, and if you're putting him in with, with people like Rocky Romero, then we're gonna we're, we're always gonna be in for some good matches. Um, I definitely. Yeah. And again, you know, the, the likelihood of him losing to Rocky is quite slim. So I'm I'm happy with that. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you all for, for the birthday messages in the chat. By the way, I appreciate all yeah. that. Well, oh, no worries. I saw that there's an issue with Twitch going on. I tried I tried fixing it, but. We're not broadcasting the Twitch right now for some reason. No, I, I, we, we don't know. It's, it's for some reason it doesn't seem to, to want to, want to play the shows. It doesn't seem to want to play us. It, it's uh, been we, happening with other streamers too. I know there's been glitches with Twitch going on for the past couple of weeks, but it said something here about fixing the title. I even tried editing it while you guys were on the air. I, I couldn't get it to broadcast out. So, no, uh, strange. Don't we don't know what's going on with that. We don't know what's going on with that very at weird. all. Now you mentioned your birthday, Trent. Now, of course, you you are now what fifty two? Was it? <laughs> uh, just a little, just a, a day over 50, 51, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, <clears throat> and obviously, you've uh, made sure that you've got the just for men on your beard and uh, and the hair it. as well. You got to make sure you, the you hair, do that. I, I I didn't dye the hair. Yes, I did dye the beard though. That's for sure. I didn't dye the hair. I left, okay. I left the greys in the hair. That's right. Well, you're looking good. You're looking good. That's for sure. <laughs> now, the thing is, right, is that we've had a bit of a vote, and the vote is that, that I actually sing in full-on bison style, uh, happy birthday to you. Uh, well, so, bison, hold on, hold on. Before you do that, before I, just know that because Steve is not here, I have the master control that allows me to not only boot you out, but also end the broadcast <laughs> at the start. I just want to put that out there before you start thinking about singing anything. <laughs> <laughs> well you know i mean there's lots of ways i could do it i mean we could do it in marilyn monroe style 
Um, oh, please. You know, that, <laughs> that might be interesting. See the bison giving it a bit of Marilyn Monroe stylish. We could mm. do it maybe in just sort of kind of a uh, big bad bison style. Um, I don't know. Well, I tell, well, let you let you decide. You give me uh, some kind of you know idea of what you'd like me to sing. Let like. me actually, Joe. Why don't you pick for me, Joe? You know Bison better than I do. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Joe on this, Joe. If you were to pick for me, mm. and Joe, just before you pick the wrong answer, just remember who uh you know who took a chance on on a young Joker here to put you on the air on TNI. Just just remember who was the yeah your biggest I'm... fan here. Just just before you make the wrong decision, just remember who was your uh. Your I, I'm, th- I, I, I'm thinking I'd love to know. <laughs> what a um, Sammy Callahan style. All right, do it Sammy Callahan style. All right, yes. yeah, uh, Sammy, do a Sammy Callahan style. Howdy. 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 So he started off with a howdy. We're off to a bad start. Here. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I I can get to a Sammy Callahan style, but I will oh, give it a can go. You? Can, can you do a moose? Can you do a moose since he's our world champion now? No, I can't do a moose. I'm going to try with Sammy. I'll try with Sammy. Okay, here we go. Um, the, the difficulty is the uh, the accent, of course. Because not only am I trying to get the gruffness, I've got to try and get the accent, which is a bit difficult. Uh, if you, if you um, do me that, being extremely well i'm extremely british that's true so my, my accent is very british so it's very hard I can't um, any, at least it's not a snobby accent like mine and i'm <laughs> <laughs> well a little bit snobby a little bit snobby right here we go <clears throat> right go ahead happy birthday <laughs> to you that's more like actually. That's that's a bit more like um, what's his name? The 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 uh, soul singer, the black guy. What was his name? He played the trumpet as well. Oh, Louis Armstrong. <laughs> Louis Armstrong. <laughs> that sounded like Louis Armstrong, <laughs> didn't it? Happy birthday! Yeah, <laughs> happy birthday! We'll go with that. We need to get to you. Okay, to the listeners here, just know that within the span of thirty seconds, we went from <laughs> I'm going to sing it like Sammy Callahan. To, I'm gonna sing "Happy Birthday" like Sammy Callahan. To, I'm gonna sing you one line of "Happy Birthday" like yeah. Louis Armstrong. Got to. That's much better. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. Vice is saying I sound like Louis Armstrong needs to be the next soundbite. Louis Armstrong. Yeah, you reckon? I think that would be a cool soundbite. Yeah. Uh, but happy birthday, mate. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Thank it's. You, yeah. it's uh, it, I mean, I've sort of kind of known you. Uh, what they've got to be getting on for two years now. Two years. Yeah. But. But only, only this way. Like yeah. we've never actually met in person, have we yet? You've met Kyle. You haven't met me. I've yet. met Kyle. You've been I've, to I'll, Chicago. You just have. We it was before we knew each other. That was the thing. That's right. I have yeah. been to Chicago a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, I also have met Bill. So I know I've, right. I've met, met Bill. Bill in person, yeah. and I've met um, and I've met Kyle in person. I still haven't even met Joe in person. No. Yeah, that's the funny thing, right? Yeah. No, have any of you three met? Like Steve, many, any Steve no, and Joe hung out? No, no, not in person. Not in person. What's, the, what's I, the distance between everybody? Are you guys all three of you far apart? Yeah, I'm like um, three or four hours away from from Bison. Oh, yeah. Shit. I mean, it's it's not. Yeah, we're we're not just down the road. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, Steve is fairly. Cl- I mean, Steve's closer to me. I mean, Steve's probably about two hours away, whereas, like, say, Joe's about four hours away. Oh wow! So yeah. yes, so we're, we're you know we're not we're not down the road from each other. Um, but I keep saying we need to meet up at a you know at a wrestling show or something. Um, 
Take a trip yeah. halfway, right? I'm yeah. I'm sure we'll probably meet when Impact come to the UK. Absolutely. I mean, you have to, right? You have to. That that's that's a given. Uh, from I what think I that's hear, what happened. Gentlemen, from what I hear, 2022 is is looking like there's a there's a Union Jack placed over the uh, the Impact logo coming up at some point, man. That's so. Good. That's that's what I'm. Uh, that's the that's the buzz that's going around. So you guys should be uh, definitely be ready for that. That's going to be great. And and again, that can only help um, the possibility of getting a, a, a you know a proper cable TV deal over here. Um, because it's like I said before, you know, it's, it's same with the they they've just got the deal with the Russian TV, so they sign a Russian you know wrestler and they get a Russian commentary team that and all this kind of stuff starts happening. Um, you know, if if it happens for the UK, you've got to expect to then see, um, you know, at least two or three UK based wrestlers turn up on the roster at some point, because, yep. you know, again, a UK channel is going to say, well, what, what, you know, what UK based wrestlers have you got on, on your promotion? They're like, well, uh, currently none. Um, right, right. You know, you know, they, so what exactly, so they're going to say, well, you know, yeah, okay, it's great that you've got all these American wrestlers, but what what is the incentive for the UK guys to to tune in and watch it? True, you know, uh, especially from the from the UK scene. You know, I mean, we've yeah. got some great guys on the UK scene at the moment. You know, we spoke to a couple on the show. You know, we had yeah, we you know we had Charles on a couple of weeks ago. We've had you know Alex Windsor, who only two weeks ago beats Jordan Grace. Um, right, you right. know. You know, and that was a great match. And if you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube, guys. Get yeah, on YouTube, I, I, go I've, and check it out. Well, I watched it earlier this week. It's a fantastic match, and I'd love to see Alex Windsor on Impact Wrestling. Really uh, good match. I got to tell you guys, uh, Mark and I constantly talk about how we are so uh, blown away by what you guys are doing by burning, bringing on the British talent. I think it's phenomenal what you're doing because it is a it's an untapped scene, it's an unknown scene to the U.S. in a lot of ways. And I love that, like, we're not limited to just impact here, right? Like, this is a professional wrestling world that we're living in here. And that's what this this, yeah. this podcast exists in. And these are people who you're trying to expose to not only impact fans, but, hey, listen, maybe somebody of impact sees these people and talks about these people. What, never know what could happen. But I love that. I want you to keep doing because I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, the idea is just to expose um, some of the some of the UK talents to to overseas. You know, yeah. face the facts, right? Every every wrestler, um, you know, I know we hate to say it, but every single wrestler that gets into the business to, you know, generally, you know, their ultimate goal is to be performing in, you know, a big televised promotion. Um, you know, I would say the ultimate, obviously, being currently the WWE. Well, that's a default, you know, right? Everybody yeah. defaults because of the, the the licensing and the brand that's behind. I mean, I, I get it, right? We Everybody we aspires to that, right? It's the top Everyone of the, aspires. Top of the, it's the, the goal, yeah, top the of the tree. It's the top right. of the tree. They're aspiring for that. You know, now we've got AEW. Now we've got Impact Wrestling. We've also got Ring of Honor. There's also some other big promotions that are starting to build, you know. You know, and they, like say, even you know, brands like AAW are, are, are now really starting to, you know, come through and get more exposure. You might not have a TV deal at the moment, but you certainly got a good presence online. You know, your shows are going up on, you, on streaming services. You, you, you look know, at, for context, right? You look at, it's not a cut job, but you look at for context, 
a company like AAW who I work for is on Fight TV. So is all, all the other companies are on Fight TV. So like we're <laughs> we're there. We use talent like Josh Alexander and Rohit and Jake Something and all these big names. You know, like we have all these other Mance Warner. All these guys are on our shows. It's just what separates it today is television, licensing, branding, marketing. You know that that's the big thing. That if you have money to do that stuff, that's the key, right? Who has the most yes. right now is WWE. That's the, it. Just goes yeah. WWE, AEW, Impact. That's how. That's literally the food chain. It's so easy to see. And yes, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. then you've got Ring of Honor, MLW, sort that's of. It, yeah. You know, I mean, that's pretty much how it works. Now, for me, at the end of the day, you know, a lot of these, a lot of the guys around the world won't necessarily see um, some of some of the great talents that we've got over at the moment. If 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 we can, if we can use our little platform here, you know, we do get seen. I mean, we're not getting seen by millions, but we do get seen by thousands of people all and listened to as well mm -hmm. by thousands of people all around the world. Now, you know. If we can give these guys just a small little platform and that one person sees them on our show or listens to them on our show and they get that email and they get that message um, because they saw them on our show, you then know. you just you just don't know. And I, to me, that's what you know that's what it's about yes i love impact wrestling yes i you know for me impact wrestling is the is the brand that i watch um religiously every single week you know yes i you know i do keep up to date with bits and bobs that's going on in other companies of course i do but i don't religiously watch them right so where with 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 impact i watch everything there's nothing right. i don't watch that is impact related okay so that's why I talk about Impact Wrestling because it's the brand that I know, right? I know everything, you know, as much as I can about that particular brand. Now, um, can I just say thank you for the super sticker, Punk? Thank well you, done, Punk. Appreciate that, buddy. Um, so for me, that's what it's about. You know, it's about getting that exposure. And I know that, you know, people watch our show. You know, we only had like big John Burton popped in the chat the other week. You know, and, yeah. and settle out, and that's our show. This on in the US at 12, 12 midday. You know, twelve one o'clock. That's when it's being and shown. John, John Burton, who's who is a who is a broadcaster in the US. You know, he's all over the uh, radio and television in the US. And for him to pop yes. on, it's an honor, right? He's he's a impact broadcaster as well. I think it's an honor. That that stuff's cool. We all, we know. I mean, obviously, we know that uh, the Impact UK team. You know, it pays attention to this show specifically they work with you guys directly bison works with them pretty closely uh even when i want to line things up and uh the u.s you know the, the u.s side also watches the show they're they're very much in touch so again you never know by bringing on a talent from the professional wrestling world you never know who's going to get exposure so why limit yourself in any game fans too why don't limit yourself to to one just one universe i mean there's other wrestlers out there who could potentially be the next star and the UK scene is so untapped. And I think it got so decimated after the progress fiasco after WWE came in and, you know, basically yeah. decimated the entire scene. Yeah. You, exactly. you guys went, you guys went. So it was so dormant for almost two years and plus COVID everything, like threw everything off in that scene so badly. And now you have companies like uh wrestle, um, wrestle carnival coming in with Gary and everything's starting to bounce back up ring of honor, doing some partnership deals out there. Uh, different independents that are popping up more and more. So I think it's a prime time for you guys to just keep a foot into the scene as being like, as being advocates of the scene, you know? Yes, and, I agree. And as well, yeah. and as well as being impact centric, but you're like, Hey, we are advocates of the UK. We are UK guys. 
of wrestling. We love, we want to promote our scene, but at the same time, we're impact centric. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, so, I think it's great. I think I it's great. I, I don't want to take too much time from you guys. I want you guys to go and knock out the rest of your show. I'm going to, I'm going to you know, pop back out. I'll let you guys wrap up the rest, do your, do your finish, but just let me know when you're looking, looking to end and we'll, we'll wrap you up. But Steve is, uh, Steve had to pop out. So I popped in to, to produce. But these guys, were doing, everybody in the chat, they have been, uh, they have been, we've let them fly. We took, we, we gave them, we let them leave the, the nest. Steve has been producing backstage. A lot of new bites are Steve. He's putting all that stuff in. These guys have been <laughs> self-sufficient on their own, you know, so good stuff. Uh, you guys have been doing great. Very proud. Very proud to see the numbers increasing. You guys are really tapping into a, a great market with the interviews. I love, love, love what you all are doing. The articles that Joe and Steve do. I mean, just awesome stuff. Awesome stuff all around for you guys. Oh, look at that. That's the boss, everyone. The boss, hey, everyone. Well, listen, I've been fired. J-Bone's the boss now. So I, I just, I just, no, I no, actually, that's I true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The, no, the only for, issue for is I'm still logged in. For us, Trent, you'll always be the boss for us. Hey, hey, hey thank and you. Yeah. Big Daddy J-Bone, Papa J-Bone <laughs> for us. Just don't, well. just don't tell him I was here, right? He'll be pissed. He, he doesn't know I'm still logged in. That's all. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play. Fair play. All right. All right well, let's, we're going to wrap this one up. And, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll pop it. You guys wrap up. Let me know when you're landing. Guys, everybody in the chat, good to see everybody. Uh, no, was no, there was no throwback this week, but I'll be back next week with uh, NWA TNA 90. But join everybody tomorrow on the flagship. So, uh, all right. I'm popping out. You guys take it from here. Take see care. See you later, buddy. Wow, Trent, everyone. Yeah, nice little run in from the boss. A nice little run. It was lovely to see him. Um, you know, I can say, you know, talk about his birthday, give him a, give him a little uh, Louis Armstrong there, which was pretty cool. Uh, so it was really good, really good. And as you said, don't forget to join us for the flagship tomorrow night. Now, please don't forget to head over to the TNI Patreon for exclusive extra content when you sign up. And also make sure you watch tomorrow night's TNI flagship impact live review directly after the show is aired on uh, YouTube. Um, well, and Twitch, if we can get it working. Um, also, all TNI shows are available uh, for all of you. Listen on the go, fans. As audio only via SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Where can we find you, Brother Joe? You can f- find me on Twitter at JOKEmptySpace, or you can jump onto Facebook, look for hashtag EmptySpace, hashtag The Void, or if you want to test your sanity, hashtag Daily Giggle. And check out with an open uh, open mind, and you might just keep your sanity. You may, you may. Um, I'm just going to quickly mention that obviously uh, Steve's been having issues today, but if you go and check out at Simply Steve on, uh, I think it's Simply Steve something, but I'm not sure. But Simply Steve three one one. There you go. Simply Steve 311 on Twitter. Uh, make sure you check him out. Like I said, both Joe and Steve um, put place, uh, do lots of impact-related articles via WrestleBuddy.com. So make sure you check those guys out as well. Um, and please take the time to help us out moving up the rankings on YouTube by giving us a thumbs up. And if you're new to us and you like what you see, then don't forget to click subscribe and don't forget to give the bell a tickle. A squeeze. Or a smash. Or scratch the dog's ear. <laughs> to never miss to never miss any of the TNI UK and US teams great content each and every week. Okay, so um 
like I said, oh, the other thing, don't forget, if you want to support TNI, head over to the Spreadshirt store. Um, or we've also got the ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Total Nonstop Impact. Uh, make sure that you go and check out all the merch we've got on there. Uh, if you particularly like the um, Total Nonstop Impact United Kingdom team, the TNI UK team, we've got a re- we've got a brand new logo shirt on there, which is which is pretty cool. You might like that one. It's like in a like in a skylight blue, really nice. Um, as well as obviously all the other stuff we've got on there, we've got the three man boob on there as well, and of course we've got the US guys have got their shirts on there um which is definitely worth a purchase um okay so with that said i've been bison and well there was steve but currently uh that's been the joker and this has been episode 54 of impacted take care everyone We're